Welcome to Where Brains Meet Beauty, hosted by Jody Katz, founder and creative director of Base Beauty Creative Agency. Hello, everyone. I'd like to introduce you to Julie Chen, a copywriter on our team. Hi, Julie. Hi. How's it going? So, we're, it's good. I'm so happy that you're here because I'm so excited for our listeners to learn about um, you and what you do. So why don't you walk us oh. through a little bit about your history and how you became a beauty writer? Um, so, yeah, I actually started out in fashion and it was just really like no choice for career for me. Like there was just, I was very single minded since I was a little kid um, about working in fashion, you know, and uh, it's not like I really didn't think of other things, but everything always, uh, you know, growing up, you know, when it's time to go to college and pick a major or, you know, things like that. Um, everything else just really pales in comparison, uh, to working fashion. So, um, I, I went to uh, fashion Institute of technology right here in New York and, um, you know, started interning at magazines, uh, during, uh, probably during my junior and senior years there. And, you know, after I graduated, I, you know, got got my dream job and started working at a magazine and, uh, you know, kind of rode that wave until things, um, you know, as you know, media has really changed. And, um, you know, I kind of hit that last, uh, the, the last few years with like the golden age of magazines, you know, um, and everything really sort of, um, you know, a few years into my career, uh, internet took over and everything went digital. And that's really when I, I picked up writing. And yeah, it was really just a way to, to stay nimble and stay relevant and stay working, um, in a field I was interested in. And I found that I really loved it. So that's kind of what brings me here. And, um, you know, writing also opened me up to other opportunities outside of, you know, fashion, you know, um, I think the two are really interrelated, obviously, as you know. And it's really hard to have one without the other. But, um, you know, once I started writing and, and doing work like that, um, I was really able to to take on, you know, more, more of the, the beauty aspect. And uh, I just really love it because there is, um, I wouldn't say more inclusive, but the, the, the beauty industry is just so vast. And you could you could really find your niche or you could work very broadly. And I mean, because there there really is a product for everything, uh, and there's makeup for every every sort of um, whatever stage you are in life, you know. Um, so that that's really been exciting for me, and uh, you know, especially working with Base Beauty, uh, it's just it's really exciting to be in an agency setting where where you get a lot of access to all these different brands and really get to learn what what they what they have to offer and and what they're about and you know how people are responding to to these different products it's it's yeah really exciting so i mean that's kind of where i found myself uh here with you guys what magazines were you working at um i actually worked at glamour i think you worked there too <laughs> yeah so like, i worked there for like a minute yeah, so we didn't have overlap, but yeah, that was my first. Um, that was my first like big girl job. I worked at uh, I worked at Glamour magazine, and um, you know after that I I did a few stints of uh, freelance, and then I went back and worked at Lucky magazine, and then um, you know my last uh, my last magazine job was at uh, Celebrity Weekly, Life and Style Weekly, 
um, you know, covering, uh, covering celebrities and uh, pop culture. And that was, that was really fun. Um, yeah, and then since then, um, that was probably 2010, I asked, soon after I really segued into working almost exclusively in the digital space and just writing. So when you were working in magazines, were you like an assistant? What, what, were, what were you doing? What was a, a day like for you? Um, I've had actually like every job from intern all the way up to uh, the market editor. So a typical day, I mean, it depends uh, what state, what stage of uh, my that part of my career was going on. But I mean, at the magazines, it was it's incredible because I, I I'm not kidding you. Like every, I never woke up and thought, oh, I have to go to work today. You know, like it was um, really just I just really love the environment. I just love the work so much. Uh, I honestly like I I was always looking forward to going to work, which is. You know, not not everyone can say that, so I feel really lucky about that. Um, but a typical day was, um, you know, a lot of a lot of um, you know calling in clothes, a lot of uh, visiting showrooms. Uh, you know, it's always there's like a cycle, of like always planning for shoots, planning for new stories, um, see what's new, plan more, see what's new. You know, um, and it was it was a ton of fun. Uh, so when you left editorial and moved into being a writer and creating content um, for brands, um, is it because you saw the writing on the wall in publishing or was it just a, a happy accident? Um, it was a little bit of a happy accident. Um, and as well, it was really just, um, yeah, it was kind of a happy accident, actually. Um, I, my friend introduced me, um, to another friend who had her own beauty brand and I started working with her, um, you know, on anything she needed really for, um, Mm -hmm. you know, what was going on with her, um, with her, you know, it was, it was an indie brand at that point. She's grown a lot. And, uh, I was like, wow, like really working on the brand side was exciting because it's very, it was very focused. You know, and it was um, allowed me to get deeper into the product and like really there's a there's like a team building aspect to it that I really liked a lot, you know, and not to say that wasn't on the editorial side, but, you know, when you're working in editorial, it it is, you know, your end objective is different. You know, Um, you're really covering like a wide you're covering a huge market. You're really trying to get get to tell people you know, this is what's out there. This is what's great, you know, and, um, on the brand side, it was really, um, really fun to be able to like focus my energy on, on growing something and, uh, really seeing something go from like A to B to C to Z. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of how it happened. You know, it's interesting that you mentioned, um, what it's like to work on a brand because before I started the agency, I was at a brand, I was uh, a copywriter at the brand and then became an art director mm. at the brand and then became the creative director at the brand. And um, there is something really amazing about like being in the thick of it and like being in the cloud of that brand and just like laser focused on that brand. And yeah. um, I'd say that's the like biggest challenge I have now is because we, we all want to get our hands so dirty in a client's brand, but sometimes they don't understand how to, let us in, right? Like let us yeah. really in, like let us, let us work on everything the customer sees and touches as if we were your creative department at the company sitting in your office. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it's what I miss the most because um, 
it's not as much fun to do it at a distance, right? Like it's fun to create like the yeah. big campaign and, you know, develop a big campaign, but like, you know, it's also great to work on like their wholesale accounts and like, you know, their relationship with Ulta and Sephora and like, you know, all these things, like every single facet of the brand building. Um, so, I, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that over time clients will learn that they can let us in more and like let us really own every thing that the customer sees and touches um, in every way, shape and form. Because um, mm-hmm. I miss it. I, I miss getting really dirty in it. Yeah. And I think it works really well that way to, to be more, because everything is it's so integrated now, you know, like mm-hmm. you can't, the, your customer facing content that you have on your site, you know, it, it, it will relate to wholesale in a way, you know, your social media presence, it is going to relate to your e-commerce sales in a way, you know, it's like, it's a very interwined ecosystem. Um, so when you're doing just one piece of it from the outside, uh, you know, being an agency, you know, it, it can be kind of tough sometimes when you're just like, no, I see this. Uh, <laughs> I see something right. that can be improved here or, you know, uh, this would relate really well. And, uh, you know, it's really great that we work with people that are very receptive to our ideas. But, um, yeah, I do find that is kind of the difference when you're not in-house. You know, in-house there is kind of more this um, holistic, uh, more of a, you, you know, holistic um, what am I trying to say here? Uh, you're just really like, in, like deeply ingrained in the brand and like, like every, every, every piece of their culture and their DNA, you know? Yeah. I'm like, I have my, um, my heart set on finding um, a client brand that has their own stores, right? Like company owned stores so that we can, mm-hmm. you know, really not just own, only develop like who is the brand and why do I love them as a customer and why do I care about them as a customer? but how that all come to life in store because I know retail really suffers now, mm-hmm. um, you know, brick and mortar suffering. And I do think Agreed, that yeah. as a team, we can bring like a lot of magic to the, the experience of being in store and animating the experience and, um, you know, really giving customers a reason to come back and shop. So that's um, sort of what I'm, I guess I'm putting the intention out there, right. That we're going to find that yeah. client that's really looking to innovate. Um, not just, you know, you know, the, the digital business, but they really want to innovate the, the brick and mortar business as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so now that I yeah. put that intention out there, I guess, stay tuned. I don't, let's manifest it. <laughs> stay tuned. Um, okay. So let's talk exactly. um, a little bit about what it means to be a copywriter. You know, we might talk to yeah. listeners who are early in their career and never heard that word before. Um, talk a little bit about what that means. So as a copywriter, um, I mean, I think with different brands and different places you can work, um, it can mean you can take on a couple. It, it's a little more fluid than it used to be. Um, I'd say maybe 10, 15 years ago, a copywriter was, I mean, we really just, they just worked on words, you know, um, and it's basically anything that you could spell out, anything that's written um, that has to do with the brand, it falls into the copy department. Um, but I mean, nowadays I find that, uh, the role of copywriter, it's really become, um, much more omni-channel and much more, um, it's a little bit more about content creation as well, too. Um, so it's really not just about like, okay, what are we going to say in this ad, you know, but it's become about like, okay, how are we going to, it's become more about ideas and like concepting things from, you know, I don't know, like a Snapchat, a Snapchat story or, uh, you know, how we're going to promote, 
this new product launch on social media. Um, so it's almost, it's come off the page a little bit, you know, uh, since it, in, in, in digital world, you know, it's definitely come off the page because it isn't, there used to be really just one, yeah, kind of like, you know, one or two ways to consume media and to consume uh, brands advertising um, and a brand like products, you know, it's like product advertising, um, you know, the stuff that you see in stores. But now it's like, like I said, like so omni-channel. So, so you could really learn about a brand and experience a brand in, in totally different ways than it was, you know, 10 years ago, even five years ago. Um, yeah, even, so, even two yeah. years ago. <laughs> even two years ago. I mean, it's, it's so, a fast change. You know, it's interesting that you mentioned how the job of copywriter is now more, it's, it's about ideas in addition to words. Um, and, you know, that for me at Base Beauty is really important. Like when I started my career and I worked at like a giant advertising agency, um, there were copywriter art director teams, right? And, mm-hmm. um, you know, at, at the good agencies, the writers weren't just writing and like they were, you know, coming up with ideas and um, when I finally got to be a copywriter, you know, sometimes my art director partner like had the better idea for a headline than I did, but mm-hmm. maybe I had a better idea for the concept or how it, how the visuals would play out. Um, so it's really important to me that that, um, approach is, um, you know, the way that we work here at Base Beauty, because I really believe that anybody can have a good idea. Um, there's no hierarchy to who gets to have a good idea here. And I know that mm-hmm. that's different than other agencies where like junior people or non-creatives can't have good ideas, but um, I don't believe that. And we've seen it in our own team, you know, like our most junior person, Alini, like sometimes her ideas are the only ones that are really great um, when we do yeah. a brainstorm, it's, you know, um, and she's one year in the business. So yeah. um, I'm glad to hear that you feel that because it's important to me that, um, ideas or ideas and um, we have just clever creative people putting them together and that there's not a, a crazy hierarchy around how that, how that happens. And that's what I really love about working with you and working with Base Beauty is that this, this openness to, you know, ideas can come from anywhere, you know, and um, like you said about Eleni, I remember one time she had just the most genius, um, a Snapchat story idea that, you know, really spoke to, and the client was really looking for something that spoke to, like, basically she was a customer, you know, like we need someone like very young and like, you know, just they're trying to sell something to someone like, you know, like early twenties. And it's, it's so great to have, you know, like why shut out an idea when, you know, there's your target demographic sitting in front of you right there, you know, and she did come up with the best idea. Um, and I love that, you know, like, I think that the kind of old way of working is like, you know, okay. Like, be quiet at the table because, you know, you're the junior person and imagine missing out on, you know, her amazing Snapchat story, you know, that would have been, right. it, it just would have been too bad. <laughs> and, um, and, you know, I find, I can say, oh, sorry, Julie, we're not ageist though, because um, we do have a member of our team who's probably late fifties um, mm-hmm. and she has really good, really good ideas too. And so I love that. Anybody, yeah, yeah, yeah. no matter your age um, has great ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk a little bit about um, what you think you would be doing if you weren't doing this, right? Like, uh, if, for whatever hmm. reason, um, what, what what else is in your heart? 
Um, oh, you know what? Before before I I started going to um, before I went off to um, FIT, I I always really kind of struggled with wanting to be a fashion editor and wanting to be a fashion designer. Um, and you know, my path just led me to working in media. Um, but I, I still like inside, I'm like, Oh, you know, like I kind of wish I was a designer, not necessarily fashion anymore. Um, I think my, my scope of interest have gotten, you know, much, much wider, uh, as you know, as life has gone on, but, you know, definitely design, you know, I would be really happy as a kind, probably any sort of designer, you know, industrial designer, uh, fashion designer, interior designer, textile designer. Like I really, um, I, that's really where, you know, the other, the other part of my brain, um, spends a lot of time, you know, is like thinking about how things look, how things function. Um, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's probably what I'd be doing for sure. That's cool. Well, if a client calls and says they need a textile design, we'll call you and you'll figure it out. (laughs) Definitely. Actually, that would, can that would that be project. really fun. That would be really fun. I do make a mean mood board. Oh, uh, okay. Good to know. Good to know. That's cool. So, Julie, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing your wisdom and experience with our listeners. Yes. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to Where Brains Meet Beauty with Jody Katz. Tune in again for more authentic conversations with beauty leaders.